Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 82 God has taken our place in the divine council. In the midst of the gods she holds judgment. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. They have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, You are gods, sons of the Most High, all of you. Nevertheless, like men, you shall die and fall like any prince. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit all the nations. 1 Samuel chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. When the Philistines captured the Ark of God, they brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. Then the Philistines took the Ark of God and brought it into the house of Dagon and set it up beside Dagon. And when the people of Ashdod rose early the next morning, behold, Dagon had fallen face downward in the ground before the ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and put him back in his place. But when they rose early on the next morning, behold, Dagon had fallen face downward on the ground before the ark of the Lord, and the head of Dagon and both his hands were lying cut off on the threshold. Only the trunk of Dagon was left to him. This is why the priests of Dagon and all who went to the house of Dagon do not tread the threshold of Dagon and Ashdod to this day. The hand of the Lord was heavy against the people of Ashdod, and he terrified and afflicted them with tumors, both Ashdod and its territory. And when the men of Ashdod saw how things were, they said, The ark of the God of Israel must not remain with us, for his hand is hard against us and against Dagon our God. So they sent and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, What shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? They answered, Let the ark of the God of Israel be brought around to Gath. So they brought the ark of the God of Israel there. But after they had brought it around, the hand of the Lord was against the city, causing a very great panic, and he afflicted the men of the city, both young and old, so that tumors broke out on them. So they sent the ark of of God to Ekron, but as soon as the ark of God came to Ekron, the people of Ekron cried out, They They have brought around to us the ark of the God of Israel to kill us and our people. They sent, therefore, and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines, and said, Send away the ark of the God of Israel, and let it return to its own place, that it may not kill us and our people. For there was a deathly panic throughout the whole city. The hand of God was very heavy there. The men who did not die were struck with tumors, and the cry of the city went up to heaven. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 32 through 39. But recall the former days, when after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated. For you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you have a need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. For yet a little while, and the coming one will come, and will not delay. 
but my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Good morning and welcome to the 10th Friday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Laguna Niguel, California. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 82, 1 Samuel 5, and Hebrews 10. And uh, <laughs> I, I've always kind of liked the the Dagon story um, because it just it makes God seem so like mischievous. Like who knows what happened overnight between God and Dagon, um, and <laughs> and both times Dagon, when he's when the statue is lying on his face, it it evokes the practice of lying on one's own face in worship of God. So Dagon seems to be worshiping Yahweh. Um, I don't think it's any uh, coincidence that you know, we we have this um, story about Dagon and. Uh, this week, the the readings are from Psalms that talk about the divine council. Um, Dagon in the Israelite cosmology existed, um, but he was merely a spiritual being, not the creator of the universe. God is a spiritual being, um, but he is a unique being in that he is not created. Um, and Dagon and all the gods, Dagon, Michael, Gabriel, Lucifer, Beelzebub, they're all they're all created. There's someone prior to them, and so it's right that Dagon falls on his face before God, the Creator. Um, it's like saying, you know, all all the people of of a kingdom are people. They're all humans. They're all temporal. They have a body. Um, they probably have five fingers, five toes. You know that kind of stuff. Um, but the king is something is a person, but within uh, the the context of the kingdom, there is no one greater than the king. I think that's how the the divine council and spiritual beings. Um, the, I think that's how they operate. Um, we can call them angels. We can call them spiritual beings, but the Israelites called them gods. I don't. And I don't think. I think the word angel is a Greek import into the Septuagint. I don't know. I can't think of a Hebrew word offhand that, you know, gives us angel. I think it's Elohim, um, you know, the gods that are, in other words, divine or spiritual creatures. Yahweh, again, not a creature, but Yahweh is divine. Yahweh is spiritual. Yahweh, as distinct from Yehoshua uh, ben Yahweh, you know Joshua, the son of God, um, Yahweh is distinct because Yahweh is not a creature. So, um, you know, when I was growing up and going through seminary, like I, I hadn't thought of this; it was almost heretical. Um, but it it does make sense, and at least in terms of you know a martial hermeneutic military interpretation of the Bible. It makes sense how God has an army and what that army is and does. Um, angels or spiritual beings have free will, um, but they, they just don't have a body. Um, and 
because they have free will, they can fall just as humanity can and has. Um, and the relationship between spiritual beings or angels and people within the Israelite, you know, kind of mentality um, is one that becomes one of worship. It wasn't supposed to. We're never supposed to worship Dagon or Lucifer or Beelzebub. But they're just supposed to be members of the divine council, perhaps guarding certain communities or um, watching over them. Um, but they were not supposed to be worshipped. And once they, you know, get a taste of being worshipped, that's when we have a problem because the, these angels are falling outside God's creative intent and and established order in the world, but so are the people that the angels are being worshipped by. And frankly, a lot of the the spiritual beings um, encourage their own worship. Um, And that seems to really upset Yahweh, because not just because God, Yahweh, deserves all worship, but because uh, it's it's another form of the fall, where the desires of the angels and the spiritual beings have become corrupted. They don't want to, you know, have the whole creation flourish alongside one another. They want to accumulate followers, they want to accumulate wealth and prestige. Um, And so it harms God's creation, just like human um, fallibility and sin harms creation. And so it's not entirely far off. Like, I can hear, you know, even myself and, and others that I studied with in seminary, like, wait, 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 no, there's no God but God. It's like, well, that's that's true, but not in the way that it's usually used. Like, there is no, there is no, there is no God like God, because only God is not created. Only Yahweh is the one who is behind all of it. Um, and so uh, it does... It makes a certain amount of sense. And when we like acknowledge the anxiety that we might feel when we realize that there are other quote unquote gods, little g gods, just like the Greeks had their, you know, many gods and Zeus was the, the top dog. Um, the same thing with the Israelites. And that isn't to say that there's something equal to Yahweh. There isn't. That's the whole point. Um, and once we kind of let go of that anxiety or at least acknowledge it, the stories of these, like Dagon, can become—I don't—they—they they feel much lighter. It's like God's Yahweh saying "fuck you" to Dagon, um, and it's not that God has met God's equal and like, oh my gosh, they—it just happens that Yahweh comes out on top. Yahweh was always going to come out on top because Yahweh is distinct. Yahweh is uh, the God of gods, um, the, you know, first and foremost, and totally distinct from the rest, and yet somehow similar. Um, so anyway, the, the Dagon stuff always kind of amuses me because it leaves open the question of like what happens overnight where like Dagon ends up on his face and then they put him back up and then the next night, you know, Yahweh and Dagon get into it again and this time Dagon loses his hands and his head. Um, and that's, it's a display of power. And I think that is something that we have to wrestle with and acknowledge. And uh, when we do, I think a lot, of these more difficult and unnerving texts seem to make a little bit more sense. They seem to be slightly more cohesive with the whole.
A prayer for the election of bishops and other ministers from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, giver of every good gift, look graciously on your church and so guide the minds of those who shall choose bishops and other priests and ministers that the church may receive faithful pastors who will care for your people and equip them for their ministries. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.